Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And I am, of course, your host, Michael Sherlock. And all month long in Mindful May, we are taking a step back just to make sure that we're all taking a little bit better care of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, everything that starts in the noggin and needs to end there as well. And my guest today has a very unique perspective on not only our topic for the month, but many different areas of life. And I know we are going to just gain a great deal of wisdom from her. Joyce Fields was born in Detroit, Michigan, a place I love, and she's a retired executive assistant. She now resides in Arcadia, California, which is slightly warmer at any time of the year than Detroit. (laughs) Now, she started her career as a stenographer at a major utility company. And she and her husband have celebrated 53 years of marriage, or at least they did on June 3rd of 2020. So they're just about ready to celebrate 54. They have two grown sons, eight grandchildren, four great grandchildren. And she and her husband have been together for more than 63 years, as she says, since they were both 13 years old. So sometimes love really does know early. She is also the author of 10 different books, mostly nonfiction, and she's also a professional proofreader. So it just means that she has a lot of things to do, but her mission statement, I think is beautiful. I write books that inspire people on their journey to make the world a better place. And I'll tell you, it doesn't matter when in the world this is happening, anytime we can make the world a better place. And especially now we all need every bit of help we can get. So Joyce, thank you for joining me today. Hello, Michael, and thank you for having me on. You're so welcome. You have written 10 books. I've taken a look at quite a bit. You've got quite the variety of titles there. But tell us a little bit more about you and the books you've written and how and why you write them and how they help people to shock their potential. Well, the the first book that I wrote, I'm the oldest of seven. I had four brothers and two sisters. One Mm. of my brothers, my oldest brother died in 2013. He Mm. had stage four lung cancer, but we have a very close knit family. We adore each other. There was never any sibling rivalry in our family. And so I wanted to capture Mm. the way that our parents raised us. And in 1997, I wrote my first book, And it is called Line of Serenity. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as you said in the introduction, my husband and I have been together since we were 13 years old. Mm. My brother that passed away was his best friend. Oh, He he actually met him before I met him. (laughs) Uh, My brother met him first. And Uh uh, so, but he adores my family and he really adored both my parents, which who have passed on now. My mother mm-hmm. died in 77. My father died in 74. And so he adored them. And so 
I wanted to capture the way that they raised us. Uh, seven children, a Doberman Pinscher puppy, and the two adults, the two parents. <laughs> and never any hollering and screaming and all of that in our home. Uh, what mm. I remember the most was the calmness of our home. Mm. Uh, and so I had written the manuscript and um, my husband and I were discussing the manuscript and he made the comment, he said, all y'all have that line of serenity running through you. Oh. And the light bulb went on. He said, the line of serenity. So I was very curious to know what he meant by that. And mm -hmm. therefore he wrote the first 15 or 20 pages of line of serenity. And he explains what he sees is this line of serenity in each one of us, starting with my mother, my father, all the way down through all of the, the kids in our family. Oh, how lovely. I love it. I love it. And so it's only 167 pages, which includes 22 pages of photographs <laughs> and 22 pages of recipes. The photographs oh. were in there because farther down the line, people in the family give birth and then they'll, they look and see, oh, this child looks just like Aunt Lou, <laughs> uh, you know? So, so the pictures are in there. Uh, my parents and their siblings, uh, those are the pictures that are in there. And the recipes are in there because food has always been a very important part of our family. Um, so the recipes are there. We have all kinds of, you know, uh, I start out with the desserts. <laughs> Which is so smart. <laughs> I start out with the desserts. So um, then the recipes are, uh, I'm looking now through the book. I start out with apple pie. Oh, yum. Banana pudding. Ooh. Aunt Yeti's pound cake, which has been in the family for over 50 years, the recipe. Uh, lemon cream pie, mm. pineapple or cherry cream cheese pie. Oh my. That's my uh, husband and my son's very favorite. I bake the cherry cream cheese pie and sometimes I put half of it as pineapple topping and half of it as oh. cherry. My goodness. Oh, that's, that's really good. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, <laughs> spaghetti, meat sauce, lasagna, mm. chili, macaroni and cheese. I've given my macaroni and cheese recipe to lots of people. <laughs> Mashed potatoes, pepper steak, skillet chicken and rice. That's a recipe that I made up. It's only chicken, rice, Onions and chicken broth. That's all it is. Oh, and it is perfect. Oh, it is so good. Uh, <laughs> Tuna salad, oven fried chicken, mm. beef stew, top of the stove, chuck roast. I don't put my chuck roast in the oven. I cook it on top of the stove. Really? I think the oven, I think the oven dries it out. It can, without yeah, a doubt. Can. Yeah. So I put mine on top of the stove. Uh, meatloaf, chicken and dressing, cornbread dry beans or peas with smoked turkey, oh, greens yeah. or cabbage with smoked turkey. And the last recipe is sauteed cabbage, which I absolutely oh my. 
I love sauteed cabbage. My oh, mom God. made that when I was little. And I remember oh. the first time thinking that seemed really weird until I ate it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I could Joyce, just you're making it. me hungry. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this book really um, centers in on getting your family together cohesively. Mm. Yeah. And the way that um, I didn't even realize it until uh, I wrote the book, but the way we had a system, the oldest one would get up first mm -hmm. and then wake up. The, we had, um, we always had lots of bathrooms and, <laughs> and, and bedrooms in our homes. Thank goodness. To, Thank goodness. Yeah, amen. And so uh, we had, you know, you go down and you get washed up and all of that. And then you, the oldest one will come down and make the oatmeal or the cream mm -hmm. of wheat, whatever mm -hmm. we want to eat, you know? And so we had a system and then believe it or not, Michael, we hardly ever lost anything in our home. There wow. was order and organization. Mm. Um, when you use something to comb the brush or whatever, you put it back where it went. <laughs> Never had to go and look for anything. You didn't want to have eight other people hollering and screaming at you because you didn't put it back. Exactly. Yeah, oh and my gosh. these these habits have carried on through our adult lives. Mm -hmm. We carry these habits with us now. It's the way we you, live. You know, when you were talking about that, and you were talking about the calmness mm -hmm. in your home. I was thinking about how, um, you know, now that I'm a grandmother, I am so, when I go to take care of my grandchildren, I'm so very calm and it's such a different place. But when I was a young mother with one child, so God love your parents. I don't know how, they, and then they added a dog Thank to the mix. You. I mean, Thank that's you. crazy. <laughs> but just with one, I remember always feeling stressed and rushed and, and I didn't give my son always the attention that he needed, but it's so, it's so wonderful to at least reach a point where you can recognize that and make changes and realize you at least have a different option, you know, with your grandchildren. For me, it's been such a blessing. And my son will say, mom, I can't believe they're making me crazy. And I'm like, oh, they're just being children. Like, oh, they yeah. just <laughs> I know my granddaughter took the crayons and the Sharpies to the wall, but she's very creative. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh. That's the way it is. Do you, do you feel like um, in this world today, and especially after a year of pandemic, do you feel that people are beginning to appreciate family and that, that together time and those meal times again, maybe like some people have gotten out of, or do you think that, you know, there's still opportunity for us. What, you know, what's your perspective? Well, it's a mixed bag. You know, there are some people who are like me. I'm loving it. It doesn't bother me at all. There's no place I'd rather be than at home. Yeah. So, you know, there's some people are like that. And there are others who are just chomping at the bit to get out of the house, you know, yep. to go someplace, to do something. But uh, I'm very, very content where I am. Uh, um, another thing too that uh, I thought about when I never even thought about it. my mother died when I was 33 years old and my father died four years previous to that and so I didn't think about this until after she had passed on I never saw her angry never in my life and I asked th this has only been within the past 
She died in 1977. Um, and within the past maybe three weeks, I asked my siblings if they saw her angry to a person. They never did either. <laughs> oh, how wonderful. I know. That was so amazing to me. It's just absolutely. So it was amazing. That, um, I mean, that really, that really is. What a blessing to be raised that way and to have recognized it and want to continue that kind of love and calmness and like, okay, so you know what? Uh, if somebody did something wrong, we just, you know, we fix it or we talk about it instead of mm -hmm. yelling and screaming. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's the truth. So um, I'm trying to think here. But, and, and my father too, we never saw him angry wow. or upset. Uh, I remember one time uh, he came in the house and I guess it, the house wasn't clean enough for him. And, uh, but my mom had some babies. So <laughs> she, he said something to her about the house not being straightened and streaking all that. And, uh, she said, I do not have an electric socket up my booty. But that she didn't say booty. <laughs> and he didn't say another word. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. I thought so, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So yeah. she, was, she was pretty feisty, too. <laughs> oh, she definitely was that. Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote a poem. She was so unique. I wrote a poem for uh, her funeral. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, I went upstairs after she had passed on and then I laid across the bed, their bed, and I wrote this poem for her. Um, it's entitled Our Mother. Mm. A pillar of strength, a volcano of kindness, a fun-loving lady, but never mindless. She birthed us and nursed us and then let us go to fight our own battles in life's daily woes. But she didn't forsake, she was always there to give, if we ask, her advice and her care. Protector of grandkids, an open ear to friends, a dear one to all, but this is not where it ends. It's strange how life can often be since we take for granted the treasures we see. When death comes along, we all make great haste to seal in those treasures and none of them waste. We lovingly recall things you did and said, and therefore, dear mother, you'll never be dead. You'll mm -hmm. live in our hearts forever. Joyce, Bra, Cordell, Nita, Kenny, Reggie, Ava. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. I thank you. I love the volcano of kindness. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I mean, that would be powerful to be near. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Oh. And she has, she, she, both my parents transferred all of those virtues to all of their children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My goodness. So, I'm the oldest and I take it very seriously. <laughs> I, uh, I've been living in California for, almost 20 years now. Mm -hmm. And I talk to them religiously every week. Good, good. Yeah. I'm the baby of six kids and 
uh, I'm the one that's farthest away. And sometimes, you know, it, it gets lost in the shuffle, which reminds me I'm past due for calling my mother. <laughs> See? Okay. I'm glad we had this conversation. I know. I'm going to call her as soon as we're done. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I but love- yes, yeah, you got to stay calm. You know, this too mm-hmm. shall pass. I live by certain sayings. I even have a book of quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I do. Put, I thought. Yeah, I have a book of uh, 106. No, uh, it's 90 pages. It's 100 and about 160, almost 170 quotes mm-hmm. in that book. I just posted one on. Um, social media yesterday and that one says what is a miracle proof that god exists mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i yeah. love it yeah. well joyce we're going to take a quick break we're going to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back top dog learning group llc is a leadership change management and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in orlando florida but with top doggers aka consultants throughout north america and beyond They focus on training programs, both virtual and face-to-face, keynotes and lunch and learns, group and one-on-one coaching, and off-the-shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful self-paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately, not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5MLS6 and enter the code RESIL50OFF in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com. And we are back with Joyce Fields. And Joyce, I, your stories have just actually it's just so wonderful in so many ways. Uh, it's kind of slowed me down, you know, just at the end of the day, just to enjoy this moment. And I love, I especially love the fact that you, you know, wrote your first book filled with pictures and filled with recipes and all the things that bring people together. And all this month, my focus is trying to, you know, help every one of us uh, with all my listeners and followers to, you know, kind of take those deep breaths and give themselves a little break and understand that, you know, sometimes we're the hardest people on ourselves Mm -hmm. and not always, you know, I mean, that's, it's not to our benefit. It's often to our detriment. So, you know, what, what advice would you give to people who are, you know, struggling, they are, you know, maybe they're still suffering from fear with the pandemic. Maybe they've lost their jobs. Maybe they're just, you know, in a moment and high points of stress. What kind of things would you tell them to help them, you know, just kind of take it easier on themselves? What I would say is to slow it down. Go someplace, even if it's in the bathroom where you have to be, you can be alone with your mm-hmm. thoughts. And um, think about, I have another saying that if you're involved in a mess, look at yourself first. Mm-hmm. And so anytime you're involved in a mess, you really should look at 
how you contributed to it. And see, a lot of people don't want to do that. They don't want to. I just I don't understand that. Um, there's nothing wrong with looking at what you contributed to the mess, to right. the mess. So that is how you get beyond uh, ugliness. So you need to just get by yourself and decide to, if you examine it yourself, if you decide that there are some things you really need to work on to change, then that's what you should do. And you should focus on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I talk about that a lot. So, you know, mostly in the rest of my quote unquote business life, I'm teaching people about leadership and sales. And it all comes back to reflection, self-reflection, yes. that ability to look in the mirror and say, okay, I have to own this part of this. And if there's change that needs to be made, I need to be able to make it. I need to, I need to be strong enough and brave enough to recognize when I'm not on the right path. And that's, it's not to beat yourself up. It's just yes. to say, if we have to it's grow, to straighten yourself to out. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's yeah. not to beat yourself up. It's to straighten yourself out. Yep. So, and there's nothing wrong with making mistakes. Yeah. What's wrong is if you don't own up to them. So mm -hmm. that's that's what creates problems for you. It'll yeah. When you know when, when you know when they do have a mistake and then you do it again purposefully. Yeah. Yeah. And then we talk about integrity. That's doing the right thing when nobody is looking. So you, right. you all of those kinds of things it doesn't cost you a dime it doesn't cost mm -hmm. you anything to be a good person to be I kind agree. treat people like you want to be treated i have a book about the golden rule <laughs> mm -hmm. do unto others as you would have them do unto you yeah and i think in um a lot of people's stress in in this world too is kind of self-imposed i'm you know there's so much so much caught up in social media or trying to it be is. perfect or have something be presented that's not you and then as people feel worse about themselves they tend to reflect that out on others and uh, somebody i was just interviewing um for this this month's um said i can't remember exactly what she how she said it but she said um the, the things that, you know, when you're, when you're criticizing someone else, it's usually because you lack that. So mm -hmm. if you're, you know, that, and you're missing that. So the only way to deal with it is to try and put it on somebody else instead of reflecting on, you know, where that might be mm -hmm. something that you need to work on. And I think that's really true. I think we see too much of that where people need to turn around and look at themselves before you start saying anything about anybody else. Well, that to me, that's free information. So yeah. Uh, you don't have to say a word when you're interacting with someone. If they show you some bad character traits, then you need to pay attention to that yep. and steer clear of those kinds of people. Absolutely. Yeah. No so, reason to carry that baggage along with you. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> so just steer clear of them, even if it's in your family. So yes. sometimes they can be the worst ones. <laughs> I have a saying, my saying is family, you got to love them. You have no other choice. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. So you can you love them, but you can feed them with a long handled spoon too. So, <laughs> and you don't always have to like them every moment. Exactly. You still have to love them exactly. no matter what. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's your family. Those are I the troops that you came from. <laughs> 
I love it. Joyce, you are filled with so much wisdom. I love it. Well, I know that we will have the uh, links to uh, your website with your books on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look these up right now, especially because I know they're going to want the one with the recipes in it. What's the best way for them to find you? Goodshortbooks.com. That's the website. You can send me an email at goodshortbooks at yahoo.com. And I also have another book that's full of the same recipes. And that one is entitled, The Best Way to Keep a Man is to Let Him Go, among other things. <laughs> I saw that one. I was a little intrigued by that title. And if it's filled with recipes, there's probably yeah, a good reason for the same recipe. stomach. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what, that's the last chapter in the book. And then it goes into the recipes. The way oh. to a man's heart is through his stomach. Michael, that's the last chapter. <laughs> I love it. And I'll tell you what, I got really lucky. My husband, you know, it took me, I, I, you know, had some journeys along the way until I found my husband and he is definitely the man, but I really knew he was the man when he started cooking for me also. And it is, is so joyful to have someone say, what can I cook for you tonight? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I had a tough day or a long day. That's so wonderful. And wow. we have this joy between each other. And I think actually one of the greatest things of the pandemic is because you know he's working from home now also, is we have lunch together every day at 12 o'clock. That's and good. That is something we would not have had. And I will miss that when that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can do it on the weekends, I hope. That Oh, absolutely. And you know what? Mm -hmm. When he goes back to his office, we could probably still have lunchtime by Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that's, see? There you there. go. No, and that's thinking. Yeah, see? Oh. That's, that's positive thinking. I love that. I do too. Well, Joyce, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? My last words of wisdom and pearls of advice are this too shall pass. Do not stress out over. My saying is, I am too blessed to be stressed. Think about your blessings. Focus on them, then you will not be stressed. This too shall pass. All of these old sayings. Mm. You know? Everything old is new again. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But don't, don't, don't stress, folks. Don't stress, folks. I Keep it under it. control. I love it. Joyce, thank you so much for being my guest today. You are an absolute joy. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Michael. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.